This is Marriage Grit, robust, real marriage talk with Jason and Emma Schroeder. G'day. Hello. Hi, guys. Welcome to Marriage Grit. Grit, by definition, is courage, passion, resolve, and strength of character. We're excited to stand with you as together we build these sorts of marriages. This is what we believe a Jesus gives life to the full marriage looks like. And so our discussion today is we before me. We before me. Hey, as a kid, uh, babe, how many channels did you have on your TV? You had a TV, right? I did have a TV. I did have a black and white one for a little while, but I had a color TV. Yeah, I would spend a bit of time in the country. So I actually had two channels for a lot of my primary school years. Two channels. So... When multiple people wanted to watch TV, there were little options <laughs> and lots of compromise. <laughs> lots of compromise. Yes. Wow. That's exactly right. So you're just you're watching, and we had three, well, from what I can remember, in I think New in, New, in New Zealand. In New Zealand. Uh, and so you, you just watch something that's generally interesting, <laughs> uh, <laughs> hoping for a little bit of interest. Today, however, mm. with Netflix or the streaming services, YouTube, we can find our exact preference and you can go searching and it'll give you a percentage on Netflix of how close this is to your preferences. Close to your match, I think it is, isn't it? Yeah, something like that. So so what, what it can do is society is leaning in a way that helps us think that our desires should be precisely met. Mm. Dangerous. Uh, so McDonald's, if we go back to 1940, Macca's had nine options on the menu. Woo. Nine <laughs> options in 1940. Fast forward to 2007, there were 85 options. 85. But then only 12 years after that in 2019, there were 145 options, but pretty much everything customizable. And that's the way it is in our family, hey? Every time we order something <laughs> at Macca's. Skip mm. the mustard, add more cheese. Yes, da, 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 da. let's customize everything. So yeah. look, the, the challenge is uh, we have what we could determine, uh, describe as a preference-driven culture, mm. a preference-driven culture where my desires are met and we, we can have this subconscious uh, feeling that's strong, this sense on the inside that my desires should be precisely met. Yeah. So what happens in a preference-driven culture, there is a pull uh, that drags us in this direction. So the challenge is if we carry this into relationships, we are in trouble because my desires being met is not, can I repeat, not the top priority in a healthy marriage. Uh, uh, Relationships cannot be preference driven. So for us in marriage, there must be a triumph of unity Mm. over preference. Yeah, so it's circling back to that whole we before me. So essentially this is about the marriage has got to win. It's not do I get all my stuff met, do I get all my desires fulfilled all the time? No, it's is the we, the partnership of us, is that winning, is that flourishing, is that thriving over my exact list of stuff getting met? The we needs to come before the me. The we my, before the me. That my exact preferences take a back seat 
to the partnership of us, the exactly. we winning. So, babe, do you need to go to the toilet? <laughs> Are you really going to go there? <laughs> <laughs> because you you can we before me. Hilarious. Oh, there it is. We're not talking about that we. Marriage clearly. grit comedy show. <laughs> no, we double E. We won E. We with one E. We, we before. Before me. That's right. Although uh, it's probably quite a good lesson just to, if someone needs to do something first, that you allow them to do first. Okay, that's nice. You know. That's nice. Uh, ultimately, we just want you to remember the statement. <laughs> we before For me. And me. The, the concept that it's us. Uh, us matters, uh, not just me matters. And here's the reality. This hurts. Mm. This is challenging. And there are some strong pulls inside of us uh, that would want to disagree with this because who doesn't want someone solely committed to making you happy? Someone just to do all the things that I want to do. Someone just to feed me, to pleasure me. To never annoy me. Like there's, there's a part of us, right? Unless it's just us guys uh, <laughs> that that wants to sign. That sounds all right. I want to sign up for that. The problem is that's not marriage. That's self-indulgent la-la land. Yeah, that's not real. That's right. And look, again, the reality is kind of a question for ourselves. If my spouse is doing all of that stuff for me, who's doing it for them? We could rephrase it like this. Am I as invested in my spouse's happiness as I am in my own? Yeah, well, yeah. What does Keller say about Well, Keller, (laughs) it's always good to include a bit of Mr. Timothy Keller himself. And so the book, The Meaning of Marriage, is a pretty brilliant resource. Um, Check it out if you haven't already. And so he kind of tackles this this concept pretty pretty full on in in this text. So let me read a quote from it. He's got, the problem is that society has replaced the view of marriage with what was initially a covenantal model with now a consumer model. He goes on to say, throughout history, there have always been consumer relationships, such as a relationship that only lasts as long as the vendor meets your needs at a cost acceptable to you. It could be said that the individual's needs are more important than the relationship Mm. in that place. But you see, there have always been covenantal relationships as well. These are relationships that are binding on us. In a covenant, the good of the relationship takes precedence over the needs of the individual. Wow. You see, for example, a parent may get little emotionally <laughs> out of caring for an infant and all of you caring for infants out there go, yep, mm, they're not meeting many of our personal needs. But there has always been an enormous social stigma attached to any parent who gives up their children because rearing is too hard or unrewarding, right? We, we don't attach that concept to the idea and the relationship of parenting. But sociologists would argue that in contemporary Western society, the marketplace, this consumer culture has become so dominant that the consumer model increasingly is now characterizing most relationships, relationships that were historically initially covenantal. So today we stay connected to people as long as they are meeting our needs. And if they are doing that and the cost is acceptable, we stay in that relationship. But when we cease to make a profit, that is, we cease to be having our needs met, we cut our losses and drop 
the relationship. And so that kind of bolts onto what Jace is just saying. It's it's similar language around the fact that we have moved as a society into this preference-driven culture and now we're carrying that in our relationship space. And whilst it hasn't probably made its way into the parental space as much, it has certainly made mm. its way into the marriage space quite powerfully yeah. and significantly and I would say quite dangerously. That's right. So a consumer model chooses me over we. Yeah. But a covenantal model, which is what we're describing here, God's heart for us, chooses we over me. Yeah. And so marriage has been designed and operates at its best as a covenantal model. So to help us with this as well, it's important that we know that expectations establish the boundaries for frustration. Mm. Expectations establish the boundaries for frustration. So if you subconsciously expect that your desires, <clears throat> excuse me, should be precisely met, that your husband or your wife will fulfill all of your desires, then frustration is guaranteed <laughs> because you are expecting the wrong thing. Yeah. So the question is, so who, as you listen here today, do you want a healthy marriage? Is that, is that what? You're, this is what we're chasing. That's what we're chasing. It's our assumption. That's what all of us are chasing. We want healthy marriages. So it's important for us to realize that a healthy marriage isn't built with personal preference, but other preference. Mm. A healthy marriage is compromise driven. A healthy marriage elevates we over me. me. It's a covenantal relationship, not a consumer relationship. A healthy marriage is a triumph of unity over preference. And this is difficult, but it's profound and important that we take some time to, to really stop and think about the subconscious drivers, the subconscious expectations that are inside of us and whether they're going to help us build this healthy marriage or whether there's some adjustment yeah. that needs to happen. And so... I think in this whole discussion and this whole topic, a, a really great thing to do from this point onward would be to ask ourselves some questions. So, yeah. so taking hold of this concept, which you know may have come alive for you a little bit more today as you've listened, this we before me would be to actually sit down and go, okay, how am I doing with this? Yeah. In relation to this topic, how do I go? How do I go in a covenantal versus consumer model and then not only how how do I go so audit yourself maybe rate yourself maybe mm. sit sit down and, and think back over the last few days or weeks and think of all the decisions you've made and all the things that you've desired and rate yourself and this is this is challenging right? this, this is can super be challenging. pointed because there, there is a selfish nature inside of us that sometimes gets the better of us mm. and relentlessly needs to be controlled mm. and so so let's let's be real but moving on is yeah and yeah. so and then I, I think you would then actually rate that assessment so once you've figured out how well you're going then actually go how accurate is my self-assessment how real am I being with mm. myself in this space how 
honest am I being with myself in this space? And I think as as we audit ourselves like that, we can quickly turn into justifying land. And I think maybe this is something that we do, women. We can go, oh, yeah, but I, I have the right to think that or I should have the right to have that decision. So rather than trying to justify it, simply assess yourself and mm. then think how accurate that self-assessment is. And then I think an even probably a greater, maybe more significant thing, and, and if your marriage is ready for it and, and able to do this, would be the second thing is is actually ask your spouse. So firstly, question to self. Question to self. So ask the questions to yourself and really self-examine and, and come at it humbly mm. and openly and, yeah. and prayerfully. Yeah. But then secondly, question to spouse. And then to say to them, how do you think I am going in this space. How would you rate me in my we before me embracing, in my we before me understanding, in my we before me application? How do you think I'm going? And man, that's a, that's a tough conversation and, and probably a, a tough pill to swallow. Potentially. Potentially. Yeah. But I think that data there alone, those two questions alone could be quite transformative in terms of stepping in the right direction to this becoming perhaps yeah. more flourishing or more prominent or more central in the yeah. relationship. It, that's a It's a sacred conversation. Mm. So how do you think I'm going? Uh, how preference-driven do you think I am? Am I over-expecting here for you to meet X, Y, Z needs in my world, but I'm maybe not? meeting those for you yeah and th these are really healthy questions if your marriage is up to it uh so tread carefully yes uh, tread graciously lovingly yeah pick the time to have said conversation yeah that's right and well <laughs> maybe we should have covered that session first uh, and and yeah important for us to to keep analyzing this uh and we build incredible marriages as we choose we, we before, before me Beautifully synchronized. Yay. Remember, we didn't sign up for easy, we signed up for gritty because our world needs robust, healthy marriages. Mistakes and mess are inevitable, so let's stay committed to tenacious growth together. We believe in you, we are praying for you, it's so worth it. Thank you for joining us at the Marriage Grit Podcast. If you'd like to connect further, go to our Marriage Grit Facebook page or email us at marriagegrit at c3hh.com.au.